Today's episode is sponsored by Selena's Mexican Restaurant and Taqueria in Rochester, New York. Selena's is celebrating our 25th year in Rochester, and we are proud to continue offering fresh-made, Mexican-inspired recipes that are affordable and served by Rochester's best. Check out our event space for private occasions, as well as our catering menu for groups of 10 to 2,000. Looking for something different to do? Selena's hosts monthly tequila tasting classes, as well as corporate team-building seminars. Check out the website to learn more, selena's.com. S-A-L-E-N-A-S dot com. Jazzcast Pros. All right. Hey, Kelly. Welcome back to the basement. Oh, I love the basement. The basement recording studio that now actually works because Jazzy came in and fixed all of our technical issues. Oh, Jazzy. Thank you, Jazzy. Thank you, Jazzy. Thank you, Jazzy. So how are you today? I'm doing really well. Are you good? Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited because I hate social media and we are doing an Instagram audit pop-up later today and I need it and I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to be scared and go into it. And it's It Girl Friday, mm-hmm. Bossy member, is helping us with our Instagrams today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. I'm still in catch-up mode. <laughs> Are we ever not in catch-up mode? I'm having like a repeat of May where I got the shingles and then I left town for a week. Mm-hmm. And then I came home and was like, oh, crap, I have so much to do. Mm-hmm. So then I got the shingles and I left town for a week <laughs> because that's where I'm at at life. Mm-hmm. 45, by the way. I'm 45. For right. anybody out there that thinks I'm 70 now, because mm-hmm. <laughs> apparently the running joke is that I've been big begging for a retirement cruise where you're with everybody's like 65 and older, mm-hmm. and you eat dinner at 4 p.m., and you yeah. do puzzles and you know riverboat cruises and stuff, and yeah. Aaron won't take me. So I'm like, well, I'm just going to keep getting shingles yeah. so I can prove to you that I'm over 65. <laughs> I don't really know what to... Oh, and then my GM went out on maternity leave right before I left town when I still was blazing shingles. And mm-hmm. Right. So I'm excited about today because I get to focus on someone else mm-hmm. in their business. Yes. But also then we get to go do the Instagram audits after. Yep. And I'm going to tackle my my inner demons and We're get through this. Focus and on one thing. One thing. That's the one thing. I love it. And we can go back to being crazy later. <laughs> <laughs> like there, like there was another option, right? <laughs> so today we're interviewing Alina and mm-hmm. sh- interviewing Alina, and she owns In the Works, a business coaching service. Mm-hmm. I know background with HR, and I know when we met, I met her uh, when we met with Nami Rochester. We were talking about mental health and bossy, and how there's so many connections between the two, and we really focus on mental health and. I know that she co-wrote a book. I don't know anything about it. No. I just saw it on her website. Mm-hmm. And she's a mom of two. Right. Uh, and she's from Albania and Greece. Yeah. I'm interested. So, yeah. It's got to be a fascinating addition to a person's story, having to move countries. Mm-hmm. At a young age, I think, too. Yeah. Stay tuned for Elena's story. Today's episode is sponsored by Selena's Mexican Restaurant and Taqueria in Rochester, New York. Selena's is celebrating our 25th year in Rochester, and we are proud to continue offering fresh-made, Mexican-inspired recipes that are affordable and served by Rochester's best. Check out our event space for private occasions, as well as our catering menu for groups of 10 to 2,000. Looking for something different to do? Selena's hosts monthly tequila tasting classes, as well as corporate team-building seminars. Check out the website to learn more, selena's.com, S-A-L-E-N-A-S.com. Come in and let us take care of the rest. Hey ladies, do you own your own business or are you considering starting your own? Are you craving connection and are ready to feel seen? It's time to get real about what it takes to make it as a woman business owner. 
My name is Kelly Bush. And I'm Kelly Metris. And we're the hosts of Getting Real with Bossy, the podcast that unites and educates women business owners through real, raw, and honest conversations. We have, I'm going to get it right, Elena Kokorotsi. <gasps> you did the R. Kokorotsi. I just want to say it 10 times. We are, I think we're going to just refer to you by your proper name the entire time. <laughs> We learn new things, right? You learn something new, you got to use it every day. Yeah. You know, use it several times in a sentence. It's such a beautiful name to say, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah, I love it. You. I'm a bush. Yeah. You're a cockroaches. <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> I love it. Alina, once in the works, uh, we're very excited. We've met you multiple times over the past year, yeah. and you are just fascinating. So we're really excited to hear your story. I just want to start with the fact that on your website, I found the best quote mm-hmm. ever, and I think it should be everywhere, and it's, be a pineapple. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. It's <laughs> yes. the best. Stand tall, wear a crown, and be sweet on the inside. And I was like, that sums up every like vibe I've ever gotten from you. And so mm-hmm. I had to write it down because I was like, this is amazing. So be Kel- a pineapple. Kelly and I meet on Thursdays just to do bossy work, and we read that, and we're like, that's fantastic. We have a luau next weekend at work, and I was like, oh, I need to get a shirt. I need to get a shirt. And I was like, 3.30 in the morning on Amazon, like, I can't sleep. And then I saw this shirt, and it was all pineapples. I'm like, I am going to be a pineapple. (laughs) I'm buying this, so I bought it. So I'll be a pineapple next weekend. Are you going to put the quote on the back? I'm, I, you know, I could because I have that you cricket. Could. You can do a hashtag, be a pineapple. Oh my god, I'm in it down. I have pineapples everywhere. My do you? Is my home. Oh my god, yes. Excellent. Well, I love pineapple. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to share about the in the works and my story, and you know, hopefully impact others one starfish at a time. Oh, one starfish at a time. One starfish. You just follow the great quotes. Oh, they're going to make so many They're t-shirts. not mine, though. Those no? are just quotes. Right, from, but you know, you're just like carrying them. Yeah. Yes. yes. You got to inspire others. So in the works, where did you come up with the name? So my brother and I, he's very artistic and he's phenomenal. I love him so much. He, he wanted to create a logo for me and I'm like, well, we don't have a name. So we started throwing stuff on a whiteboard and we ended up with, you know, life is always in the works. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter, you know, your plans or what you want to do, your aspirations or, you know, your goals. You got to figure out how to do those things while still life is going on and mm-hmm. is, you know, in the works. So he literally threw a logo together for me in like a day and I loved it. And I'm like, you know what? We're moving forward because those stories I was telling myself was like, I don't have a website. I don't have a logo. I, you know, I can't have a business with all these things. And he's like, no, here, here's yeah. a logo for you. So it ended up being, you know, on the spot and just moved along with it. Nice. Perfect. So you have moved forward into like the HR portion. Some of the things that I saw on your website, I just want to know more about. I did download your Declutter Your Brain freebie that everybody <laughs> can get. And I do plan on using it with my 13 year I like mm-hmm. didn't get a chance to fill it out yet. I wanted to and this week's been crazy. But I was like, I'm going to make Kellen do this with me. Absolutely. Because um, it, it's so funny because so many of the things that we battle now, yeah. we battled when we were teens and preteens, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Even as yeah. business owners and like just getting all that stuff out of your head so you can focus on what's important. But I want to know more about your fork method. So somebody told me, what, you want to write a book? What are you going to write about? Oh, so it's and, in, I wasn't even going to mention yes, a book yet. Yes, so just so you book. know, Elena came <laughs> with gifts for us. We and love gifts. A book, and we were looking at this yesterday and we're like, we got to get this book. And 
now it's in front of us. So thank you so much for that. It's enjoy, wonderful. enjoy. That was, they reached out to me on LinkedIn. It was another like opportunity that just came to me. And I was going to say no, because, you know, that bitch. That was, bitch. You know, mm-hmm. what are you going to write about, right? And somebody told me about, what, what are you going to write about? And I said, you know, everybody has a story. And it's not, I, I hope that my story inspires others. You know, that's everybody wants that, right? But you won't know until you start sharing. You won't know until you're able to put yourself out there. And that's what that is about. And it ended up being with nine other uh, co-writers. And uh, a lot of them are in Toronto, in the Canada area. So everybody owns their or shares their story. And mine was about owning your own story and how you can write the next chapter in your life. And starting my business was my next chapter. So the book is called Boom, 10 Top Business Coaches Share Their Tips to Explode Your Business Growth. So before we go on, I just want to make sure we drop the title in so right. people can look it up and we can put a link in your bio to buy it. Thank you. So they found you on LinkedIn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got to get into LinkedIn. <laughs> I say it all the time. Like, I really need to get more involved in that. That's yeah. fantastic. And, and you know, one of those platforms that I think it's underestimated, is that the right? Mm-hmm. Right. Because I, I'm a lot on Instagram, but I'm shifting to LinkedIn because that's where my audience is. HR professionals, you know, business owners, that's where my audience is. And I'm going to be putting a lot more effort there versus Instagram. And, you know, the fork method really came from just me sitting down in in 2020 at the, you know, at the break point and figuring out what works for me. How am I going to get unstuck? And fork stands for focus on your why. Outline your village, that support system, <sighs> right? Retrospect your current situation by looking at your your past chapters, right? Mm-hmm. And then really rekindling your journey by writing your next chapter. <sighs> I love it. It's like all the things. <laughs> yep. It's perfect. Like so many people, and I don't want to downplay because it works for other people, but I've been approached by so many different topics and and well, this will help and you get all the emails mm-hmm. and you get the we watch the webinars and you do all the stuff and you're like I've heard this before right but that is like everything I wanted to hear right it's like you understand me but it looks <laughs> we different feel seen. for every person it looks different for every person right. you know, so when I start working with with people they have so much clutter in their brain mm-hmm. and that checklist initially which is just a collection of things you can do to just start organizing your brain and it's funny my old team used to call my brain or like a circus there's a circus in there <laughs> uh-huh. and you know you got to be your own ringmaster to organize a chaos and tame those tigers and lions right <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so going back to that purpose of finding your why and there's a quite a few books out there about finding your why i know uh, simon simon loves that has, book. yes mm-hmm. he has an awesome book or a couple of books and i'm a big proponent of you know, what's your village look like? You know, And what- I think that's one of the things that people miss a lot in trying to help you move forward and, and develop or grow is you really need to know who's on your team and then who you're missing. Yep. Like if yep. there's people that you need to move forward that aren't on that team, why aren't they there and where are they and how do you yeah. get them? But yeah, that like knowing your village and like appreciate and it's it could be as simple as your next door neighbor, but it could also be as big as the CEO of Paychecks. Yep. Right. <laughs> and, you know, you'll be surprised how many people don't have a village. And sometimes even one or two people 
is enough to be able to support your journey and help you to get where you want to be. And it could be mentors or coaches, and right? But it could be your mom, your family, your brother, your sister, anybody. It could be a friend. And, and there is people who don't have, you know, more than one person in their support circle. And right. sometimes... It's so sad to see and, and lonely, but being intentional, it's truly that trick, if you want to, or, or focus. Mm-hmm. Who do you need in your village? Who who are those people who will support you in your path to where you want to go? Right. And how do you seek them out if you yes. don't have them organically? And yes. I think, bossy plug right now, like, I think that's one <laughs> thing that we do offer yes. is... We can be your village, you know, we can help you find a village because it is so important and you can't do it alone. And I think in small business world, it's so hard because there are so many people in your life that just don't get it. So Mm -hmm. the people that you think should be that support can't because they just really struggle to understand what you're going through. Yeah. Yeah. Entrepreneurship can be lonely or is lonely. It is lonely. lonely. That's one of the reasons we started Bossy. We're just here Mm -hmm. to support. And right. I love it. You know, I like love that's... the bossy name. I've been called that lots of times. And for those we who are listening, have, right? I'm sure you will agree. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like reframe that. What does that really mean? Mm-hmm. Is it really being bold and fearless? Right? So yeah. it's like being the brave and afraid at the same time. Mm-hmm. Maybe that is being bossy. I think so. We were ahead of our time, Kelly. Yes. <laughs> well, that was one of the things. You know, we, it was a joke name at first. And then we're like, no, I think we... Own it. This is who we are, so if you're going to call us that anyway, we might as well own it. Yeah. That's our own s- your story, Own girl. our story, yeah. <laughs> so you're from Albania? Yes, Albania, and it's a small country in the Mediterranean Sea, and family moved from Albania in the early 90s in the country of Greece. Not Greece. Not New Greece, York. Greece, New York. Yep. But, and I came here for school initially. So when did you come to the States? About 18 years ago. Okay. Yep. I came for U of R. Then I couldn't really afford U of R. So then. <laughs> I don't know. None of us can. <laughs> my aunt was here. My aunt's family was here and my grandma at the time. And uh, my aunt works for U of R. So she found this cool program in the summer. And she's like, come and check out United States. It's going to be cool. So I'm like, yeah, why not? And remind um, me, what, what year was this? Oh, my God, 2006. 2006. Okay. And what were you studying at U of R? I came for an English as a second language course. Okay. However, at that time, back home in Thessaloniki in the north of Greece, I was at an American college for finance, okay. which that was definitely not my thing, <laughs> as no. you will discover. Yeah. <laughs> And that summer program was more just exploring United States and if it was a place that I wanted to come and move. And it ended up being the best decision ever. And then I had to figure out ways of how to stay. So I went to MCC, tried to transition all my credits from my college, and they accepted. And That's great. from there, moved on to Fisher, got my bachelor's and then my master's. And What did you end up getting your degree in? I got in human resource development, so my master's is in organizational learning and HR. In my personal brain, finances and HR development, like that's like in the same category. Like those are like things I don't want. Yeah, it's all stuff that we don't, that's the category of things we're not always great at and don't want to do. (laughs) So you went from like one thing, I'm like, oh yeah, no, I can get that to another thing where I was like, oh no, I don't want to do that. (laughs) And then here I am, right? Like I have a master's from Fisher as well, but my master's is in special ed. Yeah. (laughs) 
Oh, I use it every day. Yes, yes. And, you know, my my career path here in the U.S. really threw me in so many different directions. Yeah, I started in HR and recruiting and and moved into supporting clients, especially at Paychex. I was there for quite some time. Okay. And Paychex does a great job with, like, just giving you those skills or Mm -hmm. those trainings, and they support you to grow those entry-level jobs. And I learned a lot about politics and a lot about the the corporate culture and you know, the things that I don't like about corporate, corporate culture today, <laughs> but gave me opportunities to move around HR in the different areas of HR. And, you know, after leaving Paychex, I had an opportunity to get into IT, which was a whole different world. Well, we Another are just covering thing we don't all the like. things I don't want to do. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a mentor at the time. And, you know, I was so terrified at that time in my career to say, I'm leaving HR, something that I love, and especially training and development, where was my passion. Mm -hmm. And I'm going into IT in a world that I don't understand. I don't know much about it, but it ended up one of the best stops in my career. Really? And then was responsible for business operations within IT and got to connect with so many software developers and desktop engineers and so such a different world and different skill set that when I got back into HR, I was able to take technologies and HR technologies and connect it to the business needs. Okay. Which that's where I am now in my full-time job, the director of HR tech for a railroad company, Genesee and Wyoming. And it's so rewarding to be able to connect the dots between process and needs mm-hmm. and what the organization needs. But 2020 hit, you know, and uh, I was uh, at Excellus Bucras Blue Shield doing the same thing in HR tech. And, you know, I hit rock bottom. It was working crazy hours. Mm-hmm. Were you working from balance. home at that time? Yes, okay. everything was from home. Excellus uh, did a great job transitioning mm-hmm. everybody from home. Uh, to, to work from home, but it was intense, you know, because suddenly HR tech became something that was fully needed right. and had to transition a lot of stuff online. Well, it's like, I feel like HR tech was something that was a benefit or if you could do it, it was great. Right. Any, any tech thing all of a sudden became like necessary, mm-hmm. yeah. like now. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But at that time, you know, I, I just didn't want to do that 15 hours a day. Sure. You know, I needed that work-life balance. And at GNW, it's wonderful to be able to have that and be able, you know, to have those boundaries of work and and have that work-life balance. But in 2020, you know, summer, those inner critics, you know, for two years were like, don't start a business. Don't Mm -hmm. start a business. Mm -hmm. What is this? You know, why do you need a business? And one day I just woke up and I said, you know what? I'm going downtown. I'm launching this coaching. I was... A corporate coach for about six years, and I was supporting, you know, new managers in the organization being able to grow and develop and be able to, you know, manage their new teams. And I said, I can do this. I can do this on my own on the side. And, you know, of course, there is a long-term plan for mm-hmm. that, but those inner critics were just there. Let's talk about that. I mean, it's something I think comes up in almost all of the interviews that we do because we are all business owners and those inner critics are so loud. So do you have any tips and tricks on how you deal with those inner critics? Because Kelly and I talk about that a lot and the things that we do, but we're always interested to see if if other people have 
have some oh ideas. Oh my goodness, where do I start? The inner critics are the worst. Yeah. Worse than finance school. Yeah. They are. And, you know, lately I have been exposed to positive intelligence. So, you know, how we have the EQ and IQ and mm-hmm. this is PQ, right? The art of being able to move from a pos- or from a negative uh, Ooh, situation I'm that to down. Yeah. a positive PQ. one. Positive intelligence. You're going to hear me type yes, it. Yes. And it's positive by Shirzad Shamin. And he has a wonderful program for coaches. I'm, I'm going through the process of getting certified now. But it's fascinating to get into that world of, you know, the neuroscience and the behavioral psychology where you start looking at what are those inner critics? What do they look like? We all have the judge, right? Judging mm-hmm. ourselves, situations or each other or and others, right? Yeah. And then you have those saboteurs, those inner critics, those, mm-hmm. however you want to call them. People call them in so many different names. I just, just call them assholes. Okay, we can say that? Can okay, well, we can say mine, mine is that bitch. So. Yeah, it's not for children. Yeah. Yeah. We don't swear at that much, but yeah, just in case we, I, I drop an F-bomb every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to be better. So yeah, you can say whatever you want. So and yours is the inner bitch? Yeah. And you know, okay. um, I'm going to tell that to my 13 year old because we just had a conversation about her and her critics. I mean, the conversation wasn't really like a back and forth. It was more, she's really upset. Right. <laughs> I was just supporting her. But now that we're in the talk about it mode, I'm going to tell her mm-hmm. that's your inner bitch. But there's so many, right? And you might have some more dominant ones than others, mm-hmm. right? So for me, it's I'm a recovering perfectionist. So perfectionism is definitely. I'm a recovering control freak. Yes. So that's my third yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm like, I feel you. Like it's something I'm working on, right? It's like that you yes. have to give up control to yeah. be able to balance your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what does that look like? Yeah. Right? So, and, you know, there are days that are better than others. And sometimes it's a struggle. And sometimes you look back, though, and that's where, you know, owning your story comes in place, oh. right? Because it's you have those inner critics because of situations that happened in your life and early in your life. And, you know, I remember moving from Albania to Greece. It was an, an easy transition, especially I was, you know, seven, eight years old. So I had to take ownership. I had to take control over situations. I have a brother. He's younger, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, so you're the big up, sister on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, our family, they didn't speak Greek when we moved to Greece. So you had to adapt to the culture, and uh, Albanians were not that popular in Greece either. So that was yeah. definitely that ethnicism was part of it. Mm-hmm. The politics over yeah. in the European nations are just fascinating yeah. because we don't fully understand them because we're in such a large country. Yeah. And we complain about the politics like within our cities and our counties and our states. And you go over there and it's like you can travel five hours and go through three completely different countries where there's different languages, yes. there's different cultures, there's yep. different expectations. And yes. we just, as Americans, don't understand it right. and how intense it can be. So I can't even yeah. fathom, at least like some people spoke English everywhere I've been. Yep. yep. I couldn't fathom like moving as a child multiple times to places where I didn't speak the language right. and having to navigate that. Yeah. Yeah. I so, can understand I mean, being a control freak. Definitely an experience, right? <laughs> But it's it's those experiences that made me who I am today, mm-hmm. you know. And I think without that, I wouldn't be the person who I am today. Sure. Or, and, you know, looking back, and that's what 2020 gave me as a gift. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I hit that rock bottom in 2020, it was really more of a, okay, we, we need to get back to basics, back to that purpose. What's my why? Where is, what's the reason why I want to move forward with a business? What are the next steps either in my career, in my life? What are the relationships I want to preserve? Like you got it when you get to that 
fork on the road or that, you know, you get stuck, mm-hmm. you got to get back to basics and that purpose. So and it's so important. And my mind? family and my kids. And, yeah. you know, I want to be able to have the flexibility to be with them and spend time with them when I can. And, you know, it's important. Family. So your why was to start a business on top of working full time? For now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when did you leave Excellus? Is that right? Uh, in 2021. No, yeah. I left Excellus a little later. Because I would imagine, you know, we kind of thought this technology, Zoom, all that stuff yep, was just going to be a quick thing. But it's here to stay. Mm-hmm. And you are you would have continued working 15-hour days and stuff. So. It got better after a while. Yeah. But so for me, like, even the tech part, I felt that I had a privilege because I was in tech, right? And I was mm-hmm. using WebExes and, you know, all these different tools, like Zoom just came up. But, you know, there have been technologies like this for quite some time. And right. I was running webinars for a thousand people at Paychex. And, you know, like I had those skills. So launching the business was the tech part didn't scare me. Good. Right? Yeah. And it was the the more the inner critic that wouldn't let me move forward mm-hmm. than anything else. That and bitch. once I went in <laughs> and I got bitch. that DBA, I was like, you know what? <laughs> Let's do this. And I didn't have a plan. At the time, because I was looking for career development myself, I started attracting people who are looking the same for the same things. Mm-hmm. So it was, you know, you kind of you attract what you are kind of thing. Right? Okay. And I started with career coaching and I had done a lot of that in my corporate coaching times and I felt comfortable in that. But slowly throughout the past two years, it has shifted I have continued to dig down deep as to what is it that am I supporting? Who is my audience? Mm-hmm. And it's really from small business owners to HR professionals who are getting stuck. And HR pros have gone through so much the past three years. Mm-hmm. Like they were the first line of defense for right. COVID. Anything in any organization, HR pros were right there at the forefront. And I don't think people realize the amount of compassion fatigue or, you know, uh, struggles. Well, for small were, business owners, yes. we are the HR pro. Right. So you on top are. of everything else yes. we were navigating, the HR yes. part kept changing. All and you were like trying to keep up with it and like trying to support your staff. But at the same time, you're like, yes. I have to pay rent. Like I have yep. no cash flow. I have to pay my mortgage. I have no cash flow. Even like, more challenging. Yeah. Yes. And Even so we were actually all of that. And, you know, I've noticed or I've realized in the past couple of years is like, don't be afraid to pivot. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you've done pivots with your business. And oh, God, we pivoted you know. like every week for a while. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But but there are re- like you're pivoting, but it's for the better. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you might get a wrong turn and you're like, oh, OK, let's go back to this way. <laughs> right. Know? But it's being brave and afraid at the same time. Yeah. And it's, I love that quote from Brene Brown. It's one of brave my favorites. Being brave and afraid at the same time. And the feeling like, oh, my God, I know I have to do this. And I'm going to do it. But I'm terrified. Mm -hmm. But you still got to do it. Well, I think sometimes the terrifying part makes you know that it's worthwhile doing. Mm -hmm. Yes. Girl, where have you been? I haven't seen you at work in a while. Girl, I quit and started my own business. Really? That's amazing. How did you do it? Well, I've been listening to this Beauty Boss Millionaire podcast, and it really helped me change my mindset from an employee to a CEO. All that from a podcast? Yes, the Beauty Boss Millionaire walks you through the process of starting a business and making your first million. I need that in my life. I need someone to help me. Just go to beautybossmillionaire.com or pull it up on your favorite podcast app. It's time 
time to boss up. Hi, I'm Kelly Bush, and I own Marshall Street Bar and Grill. Whether you're out celebrating with friends or looking for a catered event, Marshall Street is your number one choice. With board games, pool, darts, pinball, and three large screen projectors, you'll never run out of things to do. Check out our huge menu with over 60 items, including vegan and vegetarian food, 18 taps, unique spirits, and great daily specials. We've got something for everyone. Come see old friends or make new ones at Marshall Street Bar and Grill. You always have a home at Marshall Street. So you talked about owning your story. Mm-hmm. Tell us more about that. What it means to me. Yeah. So my next chapter was starting and launching this business. So it's pivoted me in so many directions. Now I'm focused on strategy because, you know, doing a lot more self-reflection and a lot more focusing what are my you know, those, those skills that I can bring and support others is not just about reflection and, and getting you unstuck. It's really about what is your next 90 days look like? Because you got to take it into action. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want to get stuck in the past or you've got to move forward mm-hmm. somehow. So what are the next 90 days look like for you based on where you are in your life, in your career, in your business, and, you know, support you in moving forward? And sometimes it's being able to, yeah, 90 days is the plan. Never goes the plan. Never. (laughs) Oh, you're stressing me out at 90 days. I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. Exactly. So how can you really break that down to weekly or even daily small habits that you can start creating so that 90 days? And, you know, maybe you don't do everything that you said you're going to do in the next 90 days. Recalibrate. You know, every day, you know, we, we have... Sometimes crazy projects at work and we just recalibrate every morning. What is the priority for today? Yeah. And sometimes you got to even get smaller. What's the priority (laughs) for the next hour? Right. What's the priority for the next four hours? But having somebody on your side to be able to help you to get there, it's, it's really important. And is that what you offer to your clients? Yes. That's one of my, I do a VIP strategy day. So we spend a whole day together where we look at... Everything that is holding you back, we do a brain dump, and it's actually I love brain dumps. I call them tolerations. What are the things you're tolerating? It might be that little, oh, you know, tile in your bathroom that is, you know, wiggly and like makes noise every time you step on it. You're tolerating that, and it's clutter in your brain, mm-hmm. right? In your physical environment, your, you know, space. So we put everything on the wall. What's what's stopping you right now? What do you have in the brain, the circus? And then we move from there. Where do you want to be? And then we create a path moving forward. So who are your ideal clients? Who's coming to you now? I know originally it was kind of who you were, but as you grew, your audience grew and the people that are coming to you. So a lot more small business owners that want to focus on strategy, want to move forward. And partially what happens is in those strategy sessions, they identify a lot of needs around people Mm -hmm. and around their HR needs, Mm -hmm. right? So really, it's small business owners and for bigger companies, HR professionals. Right. So a small business owner doesn't necessarily need to reach out to you because they need an HR professional. Correct. They can reach out to you just for business strategies and brain dumping. Yeah. Yeah. Toleration. All the time. Right. Ridding my tolerations, (sighs) handling the, taming the lions in my head. You know, the average tolerations that so far that I've had with uh, people I've supported, it's about 230. What? Yep. 
I already thought of three tiles in my house just while you were talking. And I was like, oh, my God, if I can think of three tiles, like, what are the other 230 things? That I picked up on your business, you know, your bookkeeping, yeah. your, you know, all the different things you need to do around your business and then your personal life. Or, you know, if you have kids, mm -hmm. right, everything adds up and prioritizing. It's really important. If you've been thinking about starting a podcast and you want to include interviews with people across town, Riverside.fm offers unbelievable high-quality recordings regardless of your or your guest internet quality. And it also gives you separate audio and video tracks for each person speaking. And unlike Zoom, you don't have to install anything on your computer and your guests don't either. Head over to Riverside.fm and use promo code JazzyCast to get 60 free minutes of recording and 15% off a membership plan. So I don't want you to give too many things away because I want people to come to you and hire you for these things. But what once you identify these tolerations... I mean, from I'm thinking for me, once I have that list, then I'm just angrier. I'm like, I know I can't <laughs> tackle all of these 230 things, but More if that's overwhelmed. how I'm going to be successful, I feel like that's my move. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. like, what do you do once you identify all of these things? That's the fun part. You actually sit down. We sit down together. I love that. That's the fun part. It the is the fun, fun part. part because I think that's when that's when your client's crying. <laughs> yes, it's got a buddy down. There, you can build them back up. It's so cathartic, you know, mm -hmm. when you go through that, and then you got to make some decisions some you might have to dump them mm -hmm. you know some might you might have to just let them go and which are the ones that are really they really matter to you right. you'll know you'll know once you start seeing everything on the wall mm -hmm. you'll know and then you say okay for the next two weeks i'm going to focus on these two items mm -hmm. You can't tackle all 230 right. <laughs> at the same time, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I have packages that they do, you know, four times a year, so quarterly strategy. And sometimes they just want to focus on their business. And some of them, you know, trickles down to their life because it's all connected. It's all mm -hmm. in the works. Mm -hmm. You can't start talking about it. It's all in the works. Oh, nicely dropped. I don't Would even you... think you did it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> it you, is all you in the can't, works. You can't think about work on its own. Yeah. It's part of the things you do. When your dog has to have out. ear surgery. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my dog just had a total ear canal <laughs> ablation, which means it's a fancy word for removal, I guess. So, And how did that impact the rest, the other areas? Everything. Your, life, right? your right. finances, your, right? Your... <laughs> Girl, that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then it's, you know, I'm at work and we're in a huge transitional part at work and my time there is is a lot and I need it to be less but I need to be there and then I have to come home and check the dog and I have to make sure he gets his meds and my husband has to be at our other place and it's just like it's one more thing that I have to mm -hmm. put into my calendar that is already full of tolerations but it's all in the works so and you know when I talk to corporate people, you know everybody's like, oh, I have so many memes, so many memes. But when you actually look at your calendar, you can easily find at least four hours mm -hmm. in your week that you can eliminate or you know let go, right? Or move, or you know if it's not a priority right now, move it to two weeks from now, three weeks from now. Everything is fluid. Yeah, I think that's a tough thing for small business owners mm -hmm. is to prioritize because you know I think yep. a lot since I'm totally different with my business now than before in the before times in the before times in the before times which is we call you know before 2020 before 2020 yeah right and yeah. where i felt like i could pri could prioritize a little bit better then but now everything just feels like it's 
urgent and there's just this feeling of urgency. And I think it's this terror that this could all happen again is somehow in the back in our subconscious. So everything is like, oh, I got to get this done or I'm never going to get to it. Yeah. And I feel I'm back to my pre-COVID busy, busy, busy. Mm, Yes. And Mm -hmm. I don't know why. Like during COVID, I didn't get emails. And I remember saying, I don't know why all these people emailed me. Like I spent Mm -hmm. so much time in email and I'm back to, I'm like, why are all these people emailing? Mm-hmm. I just don't understand why I spent so much time on email. Right. Yeah. And so for me, late like this past year, actually, 2023, has been, I needed to reconnect back to the community because I missed that. I was so much more involved before COVID in the community and, you know, kind of slowed down so much, repivoted and did all this stuff. And now I'm like, I need, I need that back in my life. So um, I took over... From Melanie Della Pietra, she's the founder of Disrupt HR Rochester. Yeah. So I took the license over this year. And oh wow! We put an amazing, amazing event. I don't know how much you know about Disrupt HR. So you're heading that now? Yeah, I'm the Rochester lead. That's amazing. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. It was such a rewarding experience to be part of Disrupt, and we have an awesome team. We put a, a, an event in May with 11 speakers and it's five minute presentations very the vibe is phenomenal i've heard great things i really wanted to go in may and i couldn't it's like ted talks on speed yes Mm -hmm. on steroids Mm -hmm. on steroids (laughs) it was fascinating and this year we upped our game with the museum of play Mm -hmm. so we had it at the museum the speakers were phenomenal so many out of the box ideas i'll share the link with you we have all the speakers on linkedin we've Mm -hmm. shared as well and, you know, for me, it was like, how do I connect back to my HR community, my local community, and how can I continue, like, connecting and sharing and growing? And it, it's just been phenomenal to be part of that journey. And we're starting very soon to plan for our next event next year. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. And Disrupt has... I'm going next year. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a movement, and it has over 130 chapters throughout the world. Okay, so it's, so it's worldwide. It is worldwide. I had just heard about it the year before. Yep. And I was like, oh, I wanted to go to that, and then mm-hmm. this year I couldn't go. I had something going on when it was happening. But next year I'm going. We're going. Yeah. Do you need sponsors? Yeah. Maybe we'll be a sponsor. Yeah. All right. Good. Sure. That makes us See? go. So I didn't realize that you took that over. That's that's fascinating, and I can't wait to see what you do with it. One of the other things that you talk about is mental fitness mastery. That's all about those inner critics. Is that, that ties PQ? back? Yes, okay. yes. Ties back to the positive intelligence and how do you move from that negative to the positive. It's a lot about, you know, understanding about what those inner critics look like and how do you tame those voices. There is a, a whole process and a lot of it has to do with, you know, recognizing in the moment and trying a way to shift. And sometimes it might be by, you know, maybe um, focusing on touching something or maybe breathing, you know, a lot of people focus on their breathing uh, to be able to just shift. Sounds very therapeutic. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm also thinking, you know, we've been in social work world and special education and, you know, you're helping people with all of their that bitches and tolerations. And I, I would imagine sometimes it gets emotional. Yeah. Is it easy for you to kind of 
keep that in the moment or do you take that on a little bit? And, and what if you do, how do you, who's there for you to kind of get that out? Because that's always I a tough a big thing. village. I mean, I have a wonderful family. I was able to bring my parents here. Oh, um, wow. From Greece. And your brother well. is here as well? And my brother okay. is here as well. And I'm so proud of my mom because she started a bakery here. It's a home bakery. And she's wow. been doing phenomenal. So, you know, I have a what great she village. she Because she makes those amazing cookies, oh. those decorated cookies yeah. and cakes. And, and she's local? Yes. yes. Okay. Do you want to drop her business? Sure. Yeah. Sweet Ella. Sweet Ella. Bakery Rock. Yes, my mom's name. My mom's name is Ella. You know, she's one of those people who I, I admire, you know, because she's moved in two different countries. Mm-hmm. And both with my dad, they started a business in Greece and a business here. You know, not knowing the language or, you know, how the world operates. Wow. And they're phenomenal people to be around. And they have been my support and my brother, you know, my husband, my children, which, you know, Nancy and Ella, I'm sure they're going to be listening <laughs> at some point. But, you know, they are, they are our world. We talk a lot about how we give so much in our work, whether, you know, it's with our employees or with our clients especially doing hard work, right? So people can grow and be better and then making sure that you're going somewhere to get your own help and right, yeah. your own growth and your own release. Because when you take on everybody else's release, it's exhausting. I get regrounded at the beach. Oh, like okay. that is, and it's funny, I was just telling mm-hmm. you on my way here, I didn't realize how close to the bay you are. So I made a detour and I just stopped at the beach and I took it all in. And then I came here, you know, yeah. because that's, I miss that from, mm-hmm. from Greece. And we just have, you know, a few lakes around here that I can go and get regrounded. And when I do feel overwhelmed, you know, we're all human. We all go through this and, you know, it's important that you just recognize it. And then go take a break. Just go, 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 go. It's not going to help you. And you I think need to find that. I think it's a good point. You know, you have to find what is that thing that regrounds you? What is that thing that, that place you can go and just, it all melts away. Yeah. yeah. And there is time in your day. I, I say that all the time. No, I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. There's no way I can do that. And then, but there is. I can see the water from my yeah. business. If I just sat outside for like 10 minutes I think I could be so much more productive that I don't give myself that time. Sometimes even like two minutes mm-hmm. is enough. And that's where with PQ, because I hate meditation, I hate to like meditate for hours or, right. you know, so I do very short meditations, two, three minutes, four max, and they are quick and just focus on one area of, of for you to be able to just, you know, get, get in the moment and, and be able to feel what's happening, what are the emotions going through you, and just release them. Mm-hmm. And in the line of work I do on my nine to five is really like we just solve problems all day long, solving problems all, and some of them are difficult. And you gotta you gotta step away and take a break before you can think clearly and right. make decisions. You know, so a lot of people don't take breaks. It's um, it's a small thing you can do. And mm-hmm. I started counting my, so I jog walk as much as possible, which isn't often, but I started counting that as my work time. So I've been tracking my hours to make sure that I'm concise and clear in when I'm working. But that's no matter what I do, like 
that's how I process through things because it's the only time that no one's talking to me. Mm-hmm. There's no distractions, even at the house. No screen like, in front of your you're face. In the house, I got to do laundry. This is dirty. Yep. You got to do that. You know. So there's always these distractions, and I I used to go just for the workout, and I would put in the music, and I would just be like, "We just have to do this. You know, it's good for your heart." And then I stopped. I my um, headphones broke, and I found that I was able to just think, and the ideas I would come up with. I mean, sometimes I'm just like, oh, my God, I hate this. Why am I jogging, right? <laughs> but they start flowing. But then it gets to the point where I'm like, oh, I have this, you know, somebody said this and I didn't know how to process it. But now I'm coming up with new ideas and I come back and sometimes I like literally brain dump. And my husband would be like, what are you doing? I'm like, don't talk to me. I'm dumping. I'm like, you know, I don't have anything on me to like keep track of everything See? I've thought of. It works. <laughs> yeah. You got to do that. But you, you have gotta to get out I got to get away. I got to get away from people mm-hmm. and talking and music and even podcasts. Like it just needs to be empty and just yeah. let it meditate and just sit. And then you're like, oh, wait. I have an idea. And I think that's a great point. And I'm glad you brought that up because you say the word meditation and there are people that just cringe and want yeah. nothing to do with it. But that's exactly what you're doing. You just take a walk. It's a right. It doesn't have meditation. to be it sitting, have, yeah. legs crossed. Cr- crisscross applesauce. Crisscross yeah. applesauce. Oh, no. Please. I don't look like that when I'm at Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just go for a walk. Mm-hmm. And they do say like fresh air. And if you can do it in the woods. I mean, I'm a child of the 80s. So my husband jogs in the woods and he's like, why don't you go in the woods? And I'm like, because I'm not going to die. Right. Like. <laughs> Really? No, I'm going to be on the street where people can see me if anything happens. Like, nobody's kidnapping me on the street because we carry yeah. our inner bitch with us. Mm-hmm. But when I do walk in the woods, you know, it is so clear. Like, they say, like, just being around nature really does something to your brain. And, yeah. and I yeah. think that's true. And not everybody has the, you know, opportunity to have yeah. nature around them sometimes. Just, I'm just go for walking a walk. around the building mm-hmm. or, you know, just, go just maybe a quick power walk. Yeah, just go outside. Do a quick five-minute break. Or um, if you're driving past the lake, stop. Right. Mm-hmm. Not in the middle of the road. Just pull over. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's important. That's so important. And you you utilize that in your business. In I teaching do. people how yes. to meditate, maybe how it works for them. Because I think, like I said, there it are looks people, very different. Yep. Right. Yep. If you're enjoying this episode, check out High Vibe Table Talks, where we start to remove mental barriers and take action now so you can achieve your someday desires. I'm your host, Mershawn Hargrave, and if you've ever heard that little voice inside to go after something, but the fear around the unknown felt too big, this is the podcast for you. Listen and subscribe to High Vibe Table Talks on the Jazzcast Pros Network with the podcast listener you're using right now, because it is high time you activated your high vibes. It works. You know, once you start identifying those those things that are holding you back and you shift and you try to find that gift in the moment. You know, what's this moment trying to teach me? It's not always easy to see when right. you are in the dump or in the, in the mm-hmm. difficult situation. Even dealing with difficult people, it's you're, it's a gift in there. Yeah. You're learning to be patient. You're learning how to communicate. You're learning so many different things. And I try to put a different spin and a positive spin. Uh, but at the end of the day, it comes down to if you want to be productive you got to manage yourself differently. You know, it, right. it's the glue to productivity, self-management, and that's self-leadership. And those are the types of skills that we hone in. What is the average time that you have a client for? It depends. The people I work with, like on the strategy, usually it's a, it's a good two months. We do a full VIP day together, but then they get support for two months. Okay. So we can still connect and talk. I have the mastery program that's an eight-week program, 
And then they get support for an additional three months through the Grow. There's a whole app and everything. It's pretty cool. And then I have long-term clients with custom projects that I've done, engagement, surveys, and HR-type work. Those are more custom depending on what they need. And those projects could be six or eight months, depending on, you know, if they need focus groups or if they need, you know, to find out what's happening in their business. So it's not just strategy, but really improving, you know, the overall HR model. Is it mostly virtual? Some virtual. I have some local clients as well that, you know, I try to manage my time between work and, you know, how we do all that. A lot of it, uh, focus groups can have to be in person, of course. But the VIP days are usually I do them Saturdays, and that's part of, you know, because I I can't always take time off from Mm -hmm. work. Right. You know, it's a full Saturday, and we get things done in a day. I think we need that. (laughs) (laughs) You get in a room for my lunch, and we we actually have a good time. You know, when people leave, they feel so relieved. They feel like they were productive and they were able, you know, to put everything on the wall. And and then I provide, of course, a ninety day strategy. I put it all together in a report, so you have it. But it's it's fascinating to see people go through all those emotions. And at the end, come out and and feel like they have accomplished something for their business. I just keep going back to writing your story and how you described it as being stuck in the current chapter. And Mm -hmm. you give people the ability to move on to write their next chapter. Mm -hmm. And I love that. So that's part of that third step, right? Like once you know, why are you doing this? And knowing who you have in your corner, now you start looking, look back in your life. And, you know, from zero to seven years, for example, and kind of, you know, look at those chapters. What did you look like? What did you do? What were some things you experienced? And you start reflecting back in those years and then get to the next chapter and the next chapter. And the end, when you get to now, you look back and you actually see all the skills you have acquired, the experiences, the knowledge, and you are here for a reason right now. Uh, and life has been preparing you for your next step. So when you, you when you look at all that and what you have been preparing for, it truly becomes clear as to where do you want to go next. And that was my aha moment when I look back at my career. I'm like, I've been in HR in pretty much every area of HR except employee relations. And, you know, supporting HR professionals, it just became so natural mm-hmm. because I had that, that life had been preparing me for that. And as I dig deeper, strategy was always part of that. Being productive and finding those, you know, those tips and tricks that make you productive that mm-hmm. have always been part of who I am. So now it's so much easier to just give that back to the world. It sounds so therapeutic, you know, and I think you've talked about this several times today and we were reading it on your website yesterday that you take those moments from your past and they've all brought you here. And I think looking at your past chapters there, I mean, there's ones I, I want to rip out of my book, but I think those are, those are important. I bet those are the most important. Right. And I think a lot of people have those moments. Mm -hmm. So working with you and really being able to look at some of those hard years or those hard times, those hard chapters and, and pulling out what you've learned. I think that's, that's an incredible gift that you're giving to people. And they are very emotional chapters. Uh Yes. And when we go through that together, just seeing people transform is just 
such gift for me. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. So how do people hire you? Uh, you can reach out through the website. Which is? In the works.org. And it's W-O-R-X. X. Yes. Yes. Dot org. Dot org. We'll have all of that information yes. um, Thank you. attached. So what's your next chapter? I think I'm on the path. This is, I think, you know what? I'm pivoting as mm-hmm. I'm going. I'm continuing to share and grow with people. And honestly, right now, my next 90-day strategy is to focus on publishing two more chapters. Okay. Two more books. Wow. They will be coming out soon. Uh, one is about resilience, and it connects a lot to the inner critics. And, you know, resilience is a muscle, and, you know, you keep working on it, you become better. Resilience is a muscle. Did you write that down? Resilience is a muscle. I love that. Because if you don't take care of it. Mm -hmm. You learn as you go. You got to learn as you go. So this was my first experience in a podcast. (laughs) And actually, I love it. You've done great. (laughs) It's really cool. But Maybe sharing more about owning your story and helping others to own their stories. It's it's important. My VIP strategy day, I'm rebranding it to quieting the circus. I love that because that was one of my favorite things that I've written down so far. <laughs> it's just such a great visual. And I think especially for small business owners and entrepreneurs, that is exactly what's going on in our head. And I have a coach myself, you know, all coaches need to have coaches as well. So my coach, you know, Matt Fitzgibbons, we were talking and, you know, he's like, remember the circus in your brain? We always talked about that. And I said, you know what? This is all about quieting that circus in Mm -hmm. your brain. And so many people could benefit from that. So that's, you know, I'm rebranding and also adding some new things to the VIP day, you know, so for my business, I keep going. I don't have, I, I hope that this can be something that I can do full-time in the future. Mm -hmm. You know, the railroad has been phenomenal, and I'm learning a lot. I'm sure. About the industry, very different industry than where I've been before. You know, I work with some amazing people, and, you know, keep going. But my family is my core, right, my why. Mm -hmm. So every little moment I find to do things with them, I take, you know, leadership of that and I just plan things and so today actually I took the day off and I was just telling you I'm I think I'm gonna go take my kids off camp really early and just go to the beach and just spend some time together Mm -hmm. you know go make the best out of the moments you have exactly well thank you so much for joining us today I want to hear even more about your story I know well I'm wondering maybe we have a conference coming up in October so maybe maybe you would want to be a presenter for that and Give a little bit to our bossy members. We'll be talking about that. I'll be reaching out. Yep. (laughs) Um, So Alina from In The Works, Mm W-O-R-X dot org. I can find her on LinkedIn and hire her. Is there anything else you want to promote or get cookies at Sweet Ella? Get cookies at Sweet Ella. It's already on the list. And where can they find your book? On the website. On the website? Yep. Yep. There is a store on the website. All right. Well, I thumbed through a little bit before we started and it looks fascinating. So everybody should get out there and get it.
Live it, love it, lime it with Selena's Mexican restaurant at the Village Gate. Come for the food, stay for the fun. Become a part of Selena's family. Selena's offers daily specials, happy hour at the bar, and catering, plus dietary menus for celiac, vegan, and vegetarian guests. When you're on the west side, grab a quick bite at the new Selena's Taqueria Grease, 745 Maiden Lane in the Tops Plaza. Find out more at Selena's.com. S A L E N A S. If you're a woman looking to grow your business, increase brand awareness, and reach a wider audience, JazzCast Pros is here to help. Our podcast network is dedicated to helping women like you create your own podcast. With our expert team handling the technical aspects, you can focus on connecting with your audience. Get the support you need to start your podcast and take your business to the next level. JazzCast Pros. That's the power of podcasting. Whoa. Right. Elena Cocorotsis. Ah. I know we say this every time we've interviewed a coach, but I'm like, we need to hire her. She's fascinating. <laughs> I just say that all the time, too. But wow. I love, well, I love so many things. I love that we were already talking about, like, those inner demons, and that ended up being an entire right? theme of that. My tolerations. Can we just say that from now on? Yeah. And nobody will know what we're talking about yeah. unless they've been in the works. Yeah. And they'll, they won't know. It'll be our <laughs> joke. Our, our, sad, our sad, sad joke. And I want to learn more about positive intelligence. That's definitely uh, something I'm interested in learning more about. PQ is in mm-hmm. my notes of mm-hmm. things to deep dive next time I want to stare at my phone. Right. And I feel like I've always had a hard time really describing to people in my life who are not business owners, like what it is to be in my head. And (laughs) holy shit, it's a circus. (laughs) It's like a perfect analogy. Yeah. Sometimes it's fun. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's scary. Yeah. Sometimes it's just (laughs) full of peanuts. And I love the life is always in the works. Yep. I'm definitely doing the declutter your brain. Yeah. I have it downloaded. Mm -hmm. Super excited about it. I'm ready to quiet my circus. Yeah. And if, yeah. Resilience is a muscle. (sighs) Right. And those VIP strategy days. I'm really looking forward to that. Right. I want to know what my 200, well, I know it's more than 230. I think Tolerances so. are. <laughs> right. I'm a little scared. Well, she's like, and write them on the board. And I'm like, I'm just envisioning like the crime scene board with all the strings and right? attaching things. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, yes, yes, I need one of those boards. And I can't, and she brought us a book. I know. Not that we ask for gifts, but Mm-mm. we do love gifts. And I'm mm-hmm. excited to read the book. Me too. I'm excited for the fork method, which it sounds like is in her chapter. I'm just like, you can hear me. Yeah. Looking for it in here. Mm-hmm. Um, two more books coming out, she said. So that's exciting. Yeah. Can't wait. And own your own story. Yeah. Figure out where you are and why, and then write your next chapter. And don't be, don't be scared of your past chapters. Yeah. Because they're all a learning experience, and they've brought you to where you are today. I thought that was a great follow-up after Jazzy's interview mm-hmm. last month. Right. Of how everything you've done in life. It's all connected, man. Connects and leads you to what you're doing now. Mm-hmm. So thank you to Jazzcast Pros. Always. For producing and making us sound amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and thank you to Selena's Mexican, our title sponsor. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I hear they're amazing. They are fantastic. Their owner is the coolest. She's so cool. <laughs> Follow Jazzcast. Mm-hmm. Find Alina on LinkedIn mm-hmm. and her website in the works, Yep. Hire her. Yeah. Obviously. Absolutely. And uh, 
next month we're going to be in Buffalo for our conference. Mm-hmm. We're very excited. Um, I hope she can come. I really think I think she'll. I think it'll be good for her. Not that she, I, I just think she'll do so well. Yeah. And people, maybe we can get her on the on the third day when we've got we've got all all genders on our bossing day. Yeah. I think her message is amazing. So many cool things happening. So make sure you mm-hmm. follow us at Bossy Rock, R-O-C, and join us at bossyrock.com. And be bold. Be brave. Be the boss. Yeah. Hi, it's Kelly. And Kelly. The host of Getting Real with Bossy. Join us in Buffalo, New York for our Bossy Small Business Conference 2023, Focus and Fortify, October 16th through the 19th. This event is open to the public and you can find event details on our website, bossyroc.com. The agenda we've created will help you fine-tune your business and fortify its foundation. Devote time to magnify your business structure as we enter the fourth quarter of 2023. You will leave with tools and tips to maintain focus on what's important and a plan to start 2024 on solid ground. Join us to focus and fortify Buffalo, New York, October 16th through the 19th. Be bold. Be brave. Be the boss. Live it, love it, lime it with Selena's Mexican Restaurant at the Village Gate. Come for the food, stay for the fun. Become a part of Selena's family. Selena's offers daily specials, happy hour at the bar, and catering, plus dietary menus for celiac, vegan, and vegetarian guests. Find out more at selenas.com, S-A-L-E-N-A-S.com. Hi, I'm Kelly Bush, and I own Marshall Street Bar and Grill. Whether you're out celebrating with friends or looking for a catered event, Marshall Street is your number one choice. With board games, pool, darts, pinball, and three large screen projectors, you'll never run out of things to do. Check out our huge menu with over 60 items, including vegan and vegetarian food, 18 taps, unique spirits, and great daily specials. We've got something for everyone. Come see old friends or make new ones at Marshall Street Bar and Grill. You always have a home at Marshall Street.